Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I am that dude, Bodkins. Patty da Patty. That's ridiculous. No way. There's nobody else out there. He's your guy. Give a big round of applause for the one and only Bodkin Show. I'm going to repeat that again, folks. I didn't stutter. Welcome to the Bodkins Show. Hey, good morning, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Bodkin Show weekly wrap up. Uh, I am that dude, of course, Bodkins. Uh, welcome. Uh, good morning. Before we get into the week that uh, was sports, let's talk about uh, the week that was here on the channel. Uh, if you missed it, Saturday and Sunday, we did our Head Kicks and Haymakers UFC 278 preview show and post show. Make sure you check that out. Kenny and Craig join me as always. Uh, we got some other things cooking up here as well as the football season's getting ready to wrap up. Um Look for us to do like a weekly preview show and a weekly post show. I believe we're going to try to do that pre-show on Wednesday, uh, Talk, pick all the games, talk about the games, um, and then the post show uh, will be Sunday night as well. So get ready for all that good stuff. That'll be happening soon. Uh, also, if you missed it, Sunday night sat down with the leader of Let's Talk Sports, the founder, Dan Dave Harris. Uh, great conversation, um, true inspiration. If you get a chance, you need to go ahead and go over there and listen to that. Uh, also, um, Monday night, if you missed it, Buffoon and Bodkins over, um, you could you can catch that on this channel as well. Uh, make sure you're checking that out. Talked with um, <clears throat> Mikey from Brood 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 Sports or Brood uh, some fantasy football with Mikey. Uh, John Grisham, Jonathan Grisham came on, talked a little baseball, talked a little UFC. So uh, catch that out. It's about an hour long. Uh, that happens every Monday. So if, if you've been missing it, and you know, make sure you're tuning in on Monday nights. Join us in the YouTube comment section. Let's get to it, folks. Um, this weekend, this week in sports, we always start with the NFL here. Uh, Nothing major, just a couple injuries uh, happened here. Um, we'll let you know. Gus Edwards of the Ravens out. He was put on the pup list. He's out the next. He's going to be out the first four games, more importantly here. Uh, Chase Young, the up-and-comer. Remember, uh, uh, just an absolute stud of a defensive end slash linebacker. Uh, he is out for the first four games, coming back from the ACL injury that he tore last year. Uh, he'll be out the first four games. He's put on the pup list. And then J.C. Jackson, the Chargers prize, uh, one of their prize free agent lists, uh, he's out two to four weeks now. Uh, he may be able to come back week two, week one there. So we'll see uh, J.C. Jackson. That's kind of a wait and see. Uh, we've been previewing the divisions, giving you guys my picks. Today we're going to do the uh, AFC North division. Uh, this division is just real tough top to bottom. Um, I, it's hard for me to pick this division. I, I like a lot of these teams, um, but the one team I'm just so high on, and it's hard for me to say this, uh, is the Bengals. I mean, what they did last year on that run, um, you know, making it all the way to the Super Bowl, almost winning the dang thing. I gotta go with the. I gotta go with the. 
<laughs> we'll go bottom top to bottom here. And I just like the Bengals. I mean, we, we know who they got. They got Joe Burrow. They have Joe Mixon. I just love Joe Burrow, y'all. Like, I'm a fanboy of Joe Burrow. I just think he's an absolute stud, an absolute dog. Uh, and, and the guy just knows how to win. And I just love guys like that. Uh, they still got Jamar Chase. We know coming back for a year. This will be year two. Uh, I expect big things from him. T. Higgins. More importantly, they added to that offensive line. Uh, you know, they got Lyle Collins, you know, they added, uh, drafted, uh, Cordell Volson. You expect big, you know, more improvement from Alex Kappa, a couple of those other guys. They did lose their tight end, but brought in Hayden Hurst. Um, you know, that defense is still there. We just, yesterday, uh, Jesse Bates did sign his franchise tag. He's going to be playing on the franchise tag. Still have Vaughn, Vaughn Bell, uh, still have Sam Hubbard. Still have DJ Reader there. Still have Trey Hickson. Those guys can get after the quarterback. Uh, I mean, I just think that team, with the weapons that they have, and as long as Joe Burrow can stay healthy, and I always presence this every, no matter what, uh, if he can stay healthy, that team's just da so dangerous. I, I mean, Cincinnati's got a team, y'all. This ain't going to be your daddy's Bengals. Um, I mean, I, at first, I, last year, I wasn't too sure about Zach Taylor, but, man, he proved himself in the playoffs. That team proved themselves. I'm all in on the Bengals winning this division. The Their toughest competition, I believe, and if you you can make a case for this team, too, to win the this division. But number two team, I, I like the Ravens here. Uh, you know, again, Lamar's going to come back healthy. Uh, speaking of Lamar, so it seems like – there's, there's still the contract dispute, um, and if you missed it, there's I did a interview with Cordell Woods, Cordell uh, Woodland from Baltimore. He's a Baltimore beat writer and uh, radio host out in Baltimore. I did a great uh, piece with him a couple weeks ago, but he is kind of saying, you know, Lamar is representing himself, but Lamar wants, uh, and it's been reported, Lamar wants a fully guaranteed contract. They've offered him more than. Um, Kyler Murray, which they should, because you know Kyler's never won a playoff game or ever been an MVP in the contract that he got. So I like, it. but anyway, look, uh, Lamar. Hopefully they'll they'll make a deal. I don't know if he'll ever get a fully guaranteed contract. Every quarterback, every player is going to want that, but I just don't think it'll happen. Uh, even if it don't happen, they'll just franchise tag him next year, and then he'll have to play on the tag. But Lamar's out here trying to bet on himself, so I think you can respect that. Um, so we're going to go with uh, – I got the Ravens here at the two seed, and the Ravens added you – know, Kenny, Kenny just added Watson did. Uh, yeah, Kenny, Watson did, and every GM, every GM hated that deal. Uh, he's the only person that did get that, and I don't think <coughs> – I don't think he'll – um, I don't think that's going to happen again. That was a special deal for Deshaun Watson. The The Browns went all in. Every GM hates that deal. Uh, we've talked about that as well. Uh, anyway, Lamar, so that we got the Ravens at two. I just think they're going to be healthier. Uh, you Lamar's coming back. J.K. Dobbins is coming back. Gus Edwards will be back. Uh, they still have, you know, they did lose Hollywood Brown, but I expect big things from in year two from Rashad Bateman. Uh, they still have Mark Andrews, you know, and then you get to that defense, you get to that defense, um, 
you know, Calais Campbell coming back for one more year, it looks like. Uh, still have Marlon Humphrey. Remember, they lost um, Marcus Peters. He's coming back this year. They got Patrick Queen. I, that defense is going to be really good. I mean, what else is new? It's the Ravens, right? Like, they can uh, – they, they'll still be pretty good. Can you see saying here? Uh, Ravens are healthy, but the, uh, they lost a bunch of defense over the last two years. They did lose a lot, but they still have a lot. You know, that's just a sign of the Ravens. Uh, I still like the, I think they're the number two team in just over a smidge. And I like this other team here uh, as the three. I, I said I like all these teams here almost. I like the three Pittsburgh Steelers at three. Uh, I mean, Kenny Pickett has been absolutely balling uh, in preseason. I mean, just balling. I know it's preseason and preseason. I mean, for the better words, don't mean shit. But uh, I, I like their weapons still. I mean, Deontay Johnson just got that contract deal. They drafted Pickens. They still to replace Juju Smith-Schuster. I'll take Pickens over Schuster just because I think uh, – I don't believe Pickens is out there doing dang TikToks before games. This is going to be less of a distraction. So I like Pickens. They, at, they still have Chase Claypool. Uh, they still have Najee. They, you know, I expect uh, Pat Fairmuth to make a step. Now they're going to go with Mitch Trubisky. It seems like it's the number one quarterback. And I don't, I think right now, Mitch Trubisky right now is better than what Ben Roethlisberger was last year or even the year before. Uh, ben couldn't throw the ball down five yard past five yards. Mitch can do that. And I, I mean, Kenny Pickett can do that. So I like the Steelers. And if I, you could almost make a case for them to be that T the, to win this division. I wouldn't be surprised if they do win this division. But I'm, I'm sticking with the Bengals and then the Ravens, and I just think that there'll be some growing pains for these Steelers quarterbacks. Uh, their offensive line is still shaky, but then you get to that defense. I mean, they have arguably the best player at almost uh, a top five or a top three player at almost every position there is. You got Cam Hayward, one of the top defensive tackles still. They T.J. Watt, one of the best linebackers uh, in all of football. My, they had brought in Miles Jack. Uh, still – still have Devin Bush, but then you look at their secondary, they still got Minka at safety, Terrell Edmonds. I mean, those guys, That's those are top elite players at their position. The Steelers could very easily win this division. I just think that um, uh, they're going to finish third, and it's going to be close. And I just think it's the quarterback play that will taunt them. Um, I just, I, I think they're going to be right there. They're going to contend. They could contend for the playoffs. I mean, this whole, we've talked about it before folks, this whole AFC is, is going to be an absolute dog fight, uh, from a, a lot of teams. You can make a case for a lot of teams. We got some, uh, so Kenny's saying that the, he, he likes the Steelers over the Ravens. I like the, I, I, I mean, if you, you, you can make that case. I, I'm not going to sit here and go argue with you uh, about it because I think the Steelers could win this division. I just have a just given the edge here to the the Bengals and the Ravens to get to one and two over the Steelers, and then the fourth team, you know, is the Cleveland Browns. And you can make a case if Deshaun Watson was going to play, uh, wasn't going to be suspended the first eleven games of the season that they could make that they could win this division. I mean, they have a talented roster that you know 
they brought in Amari Cooper to, as as to be their lead number one receiver. Uh, Donovan People Jones is still there. They they probably have the best backfield in this division. Uh, yeah, I mean as a as a whole because I love Hunt and I love Chubb, and I'll take those two studs over the backs that uh, you know over Joe Mixon, Samaji P Ryan. Even though I like Joe Mixon, uh, the Ravens. You know we'll see if DK if. J.K. Dobbins and and uh, you, Gus Edwards. I mean, you add Lamar to that backfield, but I just like the Browns' backfield a little bit more. They still have a great offensive line. Their defensive line is an absolute stud. When you talk about Miles Garrett, uh, you know Jadavion Clowney. They still have a good corners and Denzel Ward, you know, Greedy Williams. So like that. Their corners are good, but I just think when you're missing your starting quarterback, I mean, uh, you, for as many games as they are, I mean, Jacoby is what he is. He's a decent backup, but he's not somebody that's, you know, going to lead this team, to, not in this division. If it's a weaker division, probably so. Uh, they're, and the schedule doesn't do him a whole lot of favors. The Browns will finish fourth. So to recap here, uh, I got the – Browns four, Steelers three, um, Ravens two, Bengals one. And can Kenny saying how many years the Super Bowl loser are going to miss the playoffs the next year? I mean that's true. That's that's been a curse when you lose the Super Bowl. I just think that this unless I think if Joe Burrow Joe Burrow standing upright, they're just absolutely going to be dogs. I mean, uh, you know. That's just how I feel about it. And then um, six, six, 17 games are again, six, six of the 17 games are against the division. Uh, and then Craig's picking the Ravens here. He's on my, he's saying he's on the, the Ravens bandwagon. So uh, I'm, I just think that I just, I'm going with the Bengals, man. Maybe I'm a, just a Joe Burrow fan. And if you want to, if you want to hate on me, I'm a fanboy for Joey B. Then hey, that's fine with me. But I'm a ride. I'm a ride with Joey B. I just think he's an absolute dog. I don't think that team, he's gonna. He's not gonna allow that team to finish below 500. He's not gonna allow that team to be not not make the playoffs. I, I just 100 percent believe that if he's healthy and that, and those weapons, Chase and Higgins and Joe Mixon, give me Joe Burrow. A Joe Burrow, somebody you want in the fox in the foxhole with, folks. Uh, I, I maybe I'm like I said, I, maybe I just have a hard on for him. I love the kid. Uh, I am a, Kenny. Kenny's just out here saying he's like you are a fanboy for Joey B. I am. Hey, I'll admit it. I'll admit it. And until the kid proves me wrong, he proves me wrong. But I'm riding the Bengals. I'm. I'm probably. Uh, that's probably my favorite AFC team to watch and to to be I'm, I'm really jumping on their bandwagon uh here i jumped on it late last year and i'm staying with them can you say the bangles still the bangles they are i mean they could bungle they could bungle but joey b's gonna change that but joey b's gonna change that we'll get into one more division breakdown here real quick uh the afc south again uh a weaker a weaker division I, there's only about two teams that can contend i feel like in this division um and the number one team here is the colts i i like the colts more than the titans this year 
I've I've been on the the Colts. I think bringing in Matt Ryan, I'll take a Matt Ryan is an upgrade over Carson Wentz any day of the week. It just seems like they're ready. Uh, they have so much talent. That offensive line's still so good. Uh, when you talk about Quentin Nelson and then boys, uh, Ryan Kelly, uh, Matt Ryan's going to have time. He's a statue out there, but he's going to have time. And he's not going to turn the ball over and make, I don't think, make as dumb as mistakes as, you know, as Wentz did. Uh, so I like the Colts here at one. And then, you know, you look at their weapons. I think I expect big things from Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, and then and Alec Pierce, the rookie that they drafted in. Uh, Mo Ali Cox still at the tight end. And you get to that defense. Their defense is just absolutely freaking studs. DeForest Buckner, they brought in uh, Nagakwe. They still have uh, Shaquille, Shaquille Leonard. Um, drafted Nick Cross. They got Julian Blackman. They brought in, I almost forgot, they brought in Stephon Gilmore. I mean, they are stacked on a defense. That team uh, is going to be ready to go. I, this is the prove it year for Frank Wright. Like, the, he's been building this team. They've been having this team. Frank Wright's going to be a lot of pressure. If the Colts don't win this division and make the playoffs, there'll be a new head coach in Indianapolis next season. So Kenny looks like he is on he is on the Colts bandwagon. He's saying Colts are all around better than Titans. Titans have, you know, and that and that brings me to my next point. Um, the Colts are my number, or the Titans are my number two team in this division. I mean, when you lose AJ Brown, uh, in in your offense, I mean, they did bring in Robert Woods, but remember Woods is coming back from ACL surgery. Uh, they drafted Traylon Burks in the first round. They still have Tanny. They still have, you know, Derrick Henry, uh, who obviously we know they're going to give him the rock. But remember, Henry is coming back off of that foot injury, so let's hope he can have a fully healthy season. Um, but uh, I like the Titans here at two. Their defense is good, but it's not as good as the Colts. Uh, you look at, you know, they, brought, they still have Bud Dupree. They brought in. I, th I expect better things from Bud Dupree coming back. This is like year two back from his injuries. Uh, they still have Jeffrey Simmons. Drafted a bunch of rookies, but that's mainly for depth reasons. I mean, it's not like you're looking at the Titans and you're real. You know, Kevin Baird is still there. They're uh, free safety. I mean, you're not looking at the Titans. I don't think you're, the Titans' defense doesn't fear you as the Colts do. I mean, with as many as uh, as talent, as much talent as they have, uh, you know, they did. Kenny's, yeah, the the Titans lost two starting offensive linemen. I mean, Taylor Lewan's still there, but I just think that the Titans. Now the Titans could make the playoffs because their division is weaker. I, they'll probably split with the Colts, uh, and then we get to. The three team here, man, I, and this was a toss up because I, <laughs> I don't know who to pick between these two teams. I'm gonna go Houston. Uh, Lovey Smith is the new head coach there. I like Lovey. Lovey's always, uh, I mean, he's a ten and eight. Guy. I mean, with the Bears, the Bears should never got rid of Lovey Smith. Uh, I mean, eventually they probably would have by now, but when they got rid of him, they should have never got rid of him. Uh, I feel like they've been searching for a coach and organization since. They, they fired Lovey, but Lovey's now the new coach of the, uh, the Texans. So I got the Texans. Here's the three, uh, you know, not a, they're just not a whole lot there when you look at the Texans. I mean, Brandon Cooks, 
you know, they're going to start Davis Mills uh, second year, but it's not like here when you, you get real excited about Davis Mills, uh, he might, this might be his last year as a starter. And uh, he's, you know, I mean, Lovey's done wor- better with worse than Dougie Mills. He took Rex Grossman to the Super Bowl. Uh, a better defense with that Bears team than this Texans team. But I like the the Texans here at, at three. If Dougie Mills gets, you know, this will be kind of a prove-it year for him. Uh, if they lose, they'll probably, if they're just awful, they'll probably draft a quarterback. Just It's just that simple. But uh, Dougie Mills is going to be running the show. Uh, they drafted Damon Pierce to, to be their running back. Their defense, a lot of a lot of rookies. You know, look at their linebacker, uh, Christian Harris, who they drafted, and um, drafted you know, safety Jalen Petre and Derek and Derek Singleton in the corner. So they're going to be starting some rookies. That defense is really young. Does have a uh, some veteran leadership like Christian Kirksey and a couple other guys on that team. But uh, I just like the Texans here at, at three. And then the fourth team in this division, uh, obviously the Jaguars. I mean, the Jaguars added. They went out and added Christian Kirk. I still have Marvin Jones there. They added Zay Jones as well. I expect them to be improved. They're nowhere near as going to be as bad as they were last year. Uh, I expect better season from Trevor Lawrence. Uh, they added some offensive line in Brandon Sheriff. They, I mean, they went out and overpaid for some guys, but they're going to have to. A uh, new coach, Doug Peterson, a professional coach, more than what uh, you know. Urban was Urban was in that disaster. Uh, their defense is still building. I mean, still have Shaquille Griffin there. They drafted two linebackers, Devin Lloyd and Trayvon Walker. Uh, expect you know, Walker obviously was the number one one pick. So they, I mean. They're they're building and they're going to be better than last year. I just don't. Yeah, thanks, Kenny. Can uh, ETN back from injury? Uh, I I like him as well. James Robinson is working his way back from that uh, injury as well. So I mean the the Jags are going to be much improved. I don't think they'll be the dumpster fire or the clown show that they were last year, but I just don't think that they're going to be. Um, I mean, anywhere close to playoff ready, but they're making steps and you got to crawl before you can walk and you got to walk before you can run. And they're a little bit of ways from running, but they they're going to start crawling. They're going to start crawling, I think. Uh, So to recap our AFC South here, I got. Colts one. Titans two, Texans three, Jags four. Uh, that wraps up our little preview. The AFC South will finish up next week on our 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 previews of divisions. Uh, let's get into some NBA news. It looks like Kevin Durant's staying, folks. I called that. I said uh, it's probably about a 75, 80% chance that he's staying in Brooklyn this season. Uh, they come out and said that they are the GM, um, Coach Durant, all met. Kevin Nash is the <coughs> – not Kevin Nash. Steve Nash. Wrong, wrong Nash. Uh, Steve Nash. It'd been cool if they would have met with Kevin Nash. Uh, you know, NWO baby. Uh, but Durant is staying. He is joining, right in the faces, repeating with uh, staying with Brooklyn uh, with Steve Nash, Kyrie, Ben Simmons. They're all going to run it back. Uh, they said that uh, the organization and Durant are going to continue their partnership. That's a weird word, 
Uh, seems like Durant's running the show there. <laughs> uh, he gets to do whatever he wants, it seems like. Because, I mean, I've never seen a team and a player be like, we're entering a partnership. Uh, so who works for who? You know what I mean? If it's a partnership, you guys are equal. Um, and in the NF, in any sports league, there's an owner. That's number one guy. Then there's a coach, a coach and a GM, and then the players. There's a hierarchy here. Uh, but when you say a partnership, who's running the show? Sounds like Duran is, folks. Uh, that's the biggest news. So it looks like Durant's going to stay. Uh, Pat Bev was on there on Twitter. He was kind of going back with uh, KD there, pretty much just saying uh, KD's holding up the free agent market. There's guys that uh, are got their families to feed, and they're, they're all waiting on this KD news. He's holding up the KD, and KD just kind of clapped back, said hashtag blame KD. So I don't believe Durant was really holding up the market. Uh, I think maybe some moves that, uh, you know, if people were waiting for that that move to make, I think you could read the tea leaves, folks. I mean, they were just going to ask uh, way too much um, the Nets were to get Durant. Nobody, I, I was like 10 first-round picks. Are you kidding me? And then you look at, speaking of, of first-round picks, um, look at uh, the, the Knicks and the Jazz. It's reported that Jazz want more. They, they, I believe the Knicks offered five first round picks, two protected, and for and Obi Toppin, and I think Evan Fourier for Donovan Mitchell. And the Jazz said that's not good enough. That's plenty good enough. That's over. They, the Knicks were trying to overpay five first round picks for Donovan Mitchell. No way, no way. I'm hanging up the phone. I'm telling, I'm if I'm the Knicks, I'm hanging up the phone. And say come back to me when you come back. You know, we'll we'll repick this up uh, when you're not asking for five first round picks. I know. You got uh, four picks uh, for Rudy Gobert, but hey, that's because you dealt with a sucker. I ain't no fun sucker. I'm not. I'm not the the T Wolves GM here. You got yeah. You played him. You ain't gonna play me. That's what I'm saying. If I'm the if I'm New York, if I'm anybody trying to deal with Don, for Donovan Mitchell, yeah, you got that Joker. You ain't getting me. So that's uh that's pretty much the NBA stuff here. Uh, looks like, and then we'll get into the, some MLB news here. Uh, we'll, we'll bring out, uh, next week, we'll bust out the power rankings, our last for the final month of the season. Um, but looks like the, the Rangers fired their manager and their, their president. I mean, the Rangers always go out and buy people and then they just never put any, like, it doesn't equivalent to on the field. They need to bring go back old, uh, cokehead Ron Washington. Uh, <coughs> That's who the that's who they need to bring back. But uh, Rangers fire their manager. Uh, Art Art Moreno of the Angels looking to sell the Angel the sell the team. I mean, wow. Uh, maybe he probably needs to because I mean, when you have probably two generational players and you haven't made the playoffs, something needs to change. So he's looking to sell. I'm opening up my pocketbook. If anybody wants to join in with me, we'll buy the Angels together. A lot of revenue there. Um, if anybody's got a couple billion they want to lend me, I can chip in about a hundred dollars and then everybody else just fronts the money and we can run it. We can run the angels together. So let's everybody put our, put our money together. Let's go buy us the, the angels. Um, in other baseball news, Walker Bueller, uh, had Tommy John surgery. Uh, 
he hasn't played much this year, but uh, done probably this year. The rest, obviously, the rest of this year, probably next year. Um, hope for a speedy recovery for one of baseball's young, bright pitchers. Uh, I like Walker. The Dodgers continue to kill it. Even, I mean, if you lose an ace like Walker Bueller and you're still the best team in baseball, can we talk about that real quick? I hate the Yeah, the Dodgers are so good all the time, every year. They just, I mean, continue to add, continue to build. They're probably going to go to the World Series this year. I mean, it'll be interesting that, uh, you know, the Mets and, and Braves, I think, will have, might have something to say about that. Payne's going to say that the, the Cardinals, too. Somehow the Cardinals will play the Dodgers and beat the Dodgers this year. I mean, I'm marking it down. I just have – that's just what the Cardinals do. But anyway, I digress because I don't want to get my blood pressure boiling too much talking about the Cardinals uh, first thing in the morning. So then we get to the UFC again. Uh, if you missed it, uh, check out our head kicks and haymakers. Big UFC this past Sunday. Uh, I, I've gone at length. I'm not going to go too much more into it. But uh, Leon Edwards uh, was losing this whole fight. Was down to the last minute of the get, minute uh, of the fight. Was going to lose. Lands a perfect picture head kick to Kamara Usman's head. Kam- Usman is uh, in in the shadow realm. I mean, eyes just wide open, laid there still. Uh, and Leon Rocky Edwards shocks the world and wins the welterweight division or welterweight title uh, at a point in time where nobody, and I mean nobody, thought he was going to do it. The uh, announcers were writing his obituary. I was thinking, man, what's next for Rocky? Who's going to challenge Usman for the next title? And then all of a sudden, with one perfect place leg kick, all of it, all the UFC's plans changed. Everybody's plans changed. The world changed <laughs> uh, with um, with that kick. And Leon Rocky Edwards wins the welterweight title on Sunday or Saturday night. An absolute, just his emotions and everything else. I mean, it's why you love sports. Uh, we talk about it at great length uh, on the Head Kicks and Haymaker show, so I'm not going to talk about it too much, but I just wanted to point that out. Um, Paulo Costa, nice win. Um, and uh, Marab David Shealy, nice win over the legend that is Jose Aldo. Uh, looks like Jose might be, Jose Aldo could be retiring. Uh, it's a possible here. It's Marab said that that's what Jose told him when after the fight when they were kneeling down. Uh, but anyway, folks, uh, that pretty much wraps up our week in sports. Um, I'll be back on Sunday with the Head Kicks and Haymakers. And this Sunday, um, this Sunday's guests on the Sunday Night Show, we're bringing back Colton Carmack. He's got some fight news for us. And we're bringing back Ray Sweet Baby Hayes. Uh, we'll be back on Sunday as well. We're going to be talking about his fight. Uh, I told you all. I said it. I locked it in. I said Ray Hayes was going to be double champ champ. And sure enough, Ray went in there and handled business. And uh, so now we get to talk to uh, a double champ. Uh, Ray Sweet Baby Hayes will be joining us on Sunday night as well. So uh, it'll be interesting to talk with his coach, Colton, and, you know, get some Colton fight news and talk about Ray and what they got coming up together and his point of view from what how Ray did um, in that uh, winning that in that featherweight to winning that featherweight title. So I'm excited. Big weekend ahead. Um, school's back in soccer season's back in for the kids. So it is going to be a busy time at the Bodkins household. 
but uh, I'll still be coming to you guys every Wednesday, every Sunday night. Uh, also, Head Kicks and Haymakers Sunday morning. Make sure you tune in for that. That'll be at uh, 7 a.m. Central Time Zone. And then Sunday night will be about 7 p.m. Uh, Central Time Zone with uh, professional fighter uh, Colton Carmack and two-time double champ champ Ray Sweet Baby Hayes will be joining me. Make sure you're checking out uh, Let's Talk Sports. Uh, make sure you're subscribing, liking, and the guys over at Sports Buffoons all doing big things. So be a friend, tell a friend, share with the friend folks, uh, subscribe, and we'll catch you all next time. I'm going to hit that outro. Y'all have a breath, b- blessed day, y'all. See y'all when I see you.